Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Armor Report. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. This is a show about stock market investing. For those of you who are new to my subscribers, I thank you for being here. You're always helping me out, helping me order my thinking. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I think I'll be doing some different things on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, I'm going to do something a little different. Today, I'm going to go over with you the top five charts that I'm monitoring on this trading desk that will have major implications in my portfolios, in the Armor Report portfolios. So this is a live trading desk. You get a live look in every, every time I do this to how money is managed and what I'm doing during the day. Surrounded by screens, the phone might ring. Bear with me if I have to deal with that. Thanks for, the, for your patience. Uh, again, this is not a show about telling you go buy this stock or buy this ETF. What I'm doing is sharing 30-plus years of experience managing money, both my own and capital I run through interactive brokers and my relationship there. Um, so I try to educate you on what's important as I see it through my eyes. And then you have to take the information, look at your own risk tolerance, and determine how to commit capital. So I hope it's helpful. Okay, um, five charts. These are the top five charts on my desk right now that matter to me and the portfolios we've structured at Interactive Brokers. So there's four portfolios at IB that our clients connect their accounts to, okay? And so they immediately start getting the combination of quantitative analysis for execution and fundamental analysis. I call this quantumental investing. It's using computer learning and AI to execute better and continue to do the fundamental research we all know is important for the longer-term portfolio building and structure that leads to an increase in net worth. It's the information edge that I'm trying to share with you. It's those two pieces coming together. So the armor portfolios, conservative, balanced, aggressive, and index only, are all using this quantum mental approach. And so in those portfolios, um, these five stock charts that I'm going to share with you they're very important to the structure of these portfolios. Okay? So let's jump right in. Any questions you may have, please shout it out. You can see, you can um, type a question to me. I can see it. So if there's something you need clarification on, you let me know, and I'll see if I can't answer it. Um, let's go immediately to the first chart of the day. Okay, there's a picture of the weekly chart 
of gold stocks, the ETF GDX. Now, you've heard me talk about this in the past on the Armour Report. Gold has been a brutal place to invest in for the last decade, which has been um, you know, causing consternation for a lot of investors because you figure with tons of quantitative analysis and so and 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 um, quantitative easing, I should say, and so much additional liquidity from central banks, you would expect the price of gold to go a lot higher, and it hasn't yet. Will that change at some point? We don't know. We don't know if that's going to change, but we keep our eye on this desk, on that chart. Because everything I do here is about reward versus risk and probabilities and statistics. We get ourselves on the right side of those two issues, and it helps us increase net worth. Last week, I'm going to share another piece of fundamental gold information. But in all honesty, I could be sharing this stuff for the last at least five years, and it's meant nothing to this group. So Take it with the proverbial grain of salt, right? Or, you know, an, an entire, you know, entire bucket of salt, okay? But last week, the Fed said they're considering targeting an inflation rate above 2%. So they're so concerned with deflation and the lack of inflation that they're now thinking of moving their target higher. Anybody in their right mind would figure at some point in the next decade, I don't know when, right? At some point, precious metal stocks should be a part of a portfolio. You can't look at fundamentals for gold and determine when that point is. Because anybody following this sector would tell you the fundamentals have been great for at least the last five years, maybe the last decade, and they've been losing money. All right, having said that, we're going to go to this chart. This is the chart of the gold stocks. You can look at all kinds of different gold stocks. I like to monitor GDX. It's an ETF, exchange traded fund, of the big cap gold stocks. What you're looking at is a weekly chart. What I've drawn, those three trend lines. Those of you who are Fibonacci enthusiasts will understand this. Three trend lines with the, with the same um, angle between them of descent. Okay. When you break that third trend line, it typically tells you a, tr a change in trend is underway. So you could see we broke that third trend line earlier this year. And now the precious metal stocks have been consolidating right along that line. So you had a now let's let's drill down here into a daily chart. Now you're looking at the daily chart. Okay, and I'm going to squeeze it down. So what I've got here is a green box. Just to clarify for you and show you the consolidation going back to 2017. Okay? We've broken out of the top side of that consolidation from 2017. And then we've had a healthy pullback and a little double bottom here 
at the 50-day moving average. Now, those of you who follow me know that sometimes I look for these double bottoms at the 200-day. Sometimes I look for them at the 50-day. It depends on how the chart pattern sets up. There's no one right answer. But look at this chart closely, and now I'm going to punch up another chart. You tell me if there's some similarities. Okay. Here's the consolidation going back to 2017 in Disney, a major blowout pullback. The first pullback, in this case, it went to the 200-day, sets up your entry point. Okay? This is right out of my playbook for how to buy stocks. This is play number two. I went over this last week. You can go look at that video. So now look at GDX. And you can see the same type of pattern, a blowout of a base that's over two years old, and the first consolidation. In this case, at the 50-day, the black line's a 200-day, the blue line's a 50-day. I'm going to blow up the picture now, give you a little bit better color, okay? So there's your consolidation. There's your breakout yesterday above the 50-day moving average. <clears throat> So the first chart today that I'm showing you is a chart of gold, gold stocks. We've been watching this long-term chart develop for a while now. This is our first pullback to a major moving average. We have higher lows that have set up now and a gap above the 50-day moving average. Enough said. It's a chart that's on our trading desk right now that we're watching closely for movement. And if we get the right movement, allocation will be in that sector through different names. And I'm going to get to a chart pattern of one stock, one gold stock that's at the top of our whiteboard. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I want to stay with the broader picture. So I'm going to show you two other exchange-traded funds that are on our desk right now, these charts that are very important to us. Here's the next one. That's a chart of oil, USO. Here's the longer-term chart of oil. Now we're looking at a weekly chart, okay? Massive decline. We all know it. Been going sideways in this pattern since 2016. Oops, now we'll go back to the daily chart, okay? Now the reason I'm highlighting this right here is if we blow this up, you're seeing a real challenge of the 200-day moving average. Look, I know. I get it, guys. Oil is ridiculously volatile. It rips all around the 200-day moving average. So the probability is that this means anything on oil is definitely lower than other situations because you can see the volatility around the 200-day. But having said that, we're gapping back above the 200-day. We've made a higher low. You can see those two green boxes. So we broke below the 200-day, immediately above it. Broke back below the 200-day, gapped back above it. Energy's trying to put on a move in here. Now let's, let's talk about why. All right, fundamentally, we know that the Saudi energy company, Aramco, is going public with an IPO. We know this is the week that 
OPEC is meeting to talk about production cuts and managing energy. I don't know what they're going to say. You never know what they're going to say. I'm just highlighting the chart. If that pattern continues to develop to the upside, higher lows, higher highs, and we have a huge base in place there, it tells us that we need to have allocation to energy. And I'm going to get to a stock, one stock that I think is very important, and it's at the top of our whiteboard. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Okay? So we've got gold right now on our trading desk, serious focus there to see which way it's going to break. If this breakout above the 50-day is real, we're going to have allocation there, okay? I love these type of charts because I know where my stops are. Don't forget, everything we do on the desk begins and ends with managing risk. So its position size has to be correct for each type of account, conservative, balanced, aggressive. And the stop has to be correct. So the closer you are to the right chart pattern, for your entry point, the less, the less pain you have to suffer if it's, if it's wrong. Okay. So that's why we're, we're really hawking these positions right now. We're following these charts closely to determine how we want to allocate in the coming days. So let's look at the third chart. Now you all are going to recognize this one. Okay. MJ, you all know we're following the cannabis stocks. So let's go over this again. These stocks have been in a massive decline since March. I highlighted in the yellow boxes rally attempts that failed. You will notice in each attempt, MJ, the ETF of the cannabis stocks, could not put three up days together. So you've had this massive decline, and you couldn't get three up days in a row. Okay, more recently, here we are. I'm blowing the picture up. Three up days in a row, two of them gap ups. So that's a potential reversal on a candlestick chart. So it's, a, it's definitely highlighted on our trading desk, something for us to watch. The stop is obvious, takes out the lows, we're gone. But if the pattern holds here and continues to develop positively, you're looking at a possible, really a fantastic entry point in the cannabis stocks. So we're hawking this position. Okay? Those are the three exchange-traded funds. Those are the three charts, gold, energy, and, and cannabis that we're all following closely right now on our desk. And let me, let me just – let's just talk about similarities between those three right now. What's similar about those three groups? Well, number one, they've all underperformed dramatically versus the market. So we're not chasing – Stocks or groups that are up huge. We're looking for big bases and moves out of bases. They're each in separate stages of moving out of those bases. Like cannabis hasn't even started to move out yet, so we're way early. 
Gold has already moved out of its base, and we're buying the first pullback. Energy somewhere in between. Okay, But we like to try to buy weakness on this desk if there's a fundamental reason to own the space. All right, so let's wrap up with two stocks that are at the top of our whiteboard. Again, this is a disclaimer. I may own them. I may not own them. I'm not telling you to run out and buy them. I'm just trying to share with you where our focus is on our desk so you can go do your own homework and, and figure out what your own allocation should be, if any. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, there's the number one gold stock on our list. Let's go take a look at the weekly chart. Royal Gold, RGLD. I want to show you, uh, this is the weekly chart. I'm going to shrink it all the way up. Look at, look at this stock. Let's look at Royal Gold's chart pattern. And then don't forget, here's GDX's chart pattern. Okay, so the gold stocks have wildly underperformed since 2011. Royal Gold is at all-time, near all-time new highs. Like, that's an incredible chart pattern for a gold stock when the entire space looks like this. So clearly, Royal Gold is doing something right. That's a massive base it's breaking out of. It had a huge move out of that base earlier in this year. And so what we're doing is we're buying the leader on a pullback to the 250-day. So right here is the black line. So here's the base again that we talk about. See that green box? Now go back to Disney, right? Big green box, big breakout. Now look at Royal Gold. Big green box going back Beginning of the year, huge breakout. We buy that. We look to buy. We look to buy the first pullback to the 200-day moving average and the 50-day moving average, wherever the pattern sets up right. I've got a Fibonacci retracement sequence on here. That's what this is. So here's your breakout. Here are the retracement lines. You can see the 50% retracement of the original move is right in between the 50 and 200-day moving averages. And right now we're sitting on the 30, um, 36, what is that, 36% retracement? Yeah. 38, sorry, 38.2% retracement, okay? Now let's blow up the picture a bit. Now either it's going to stop right here at the 50-day and come back down to the 200 and test and maybe set up another opportunity, or it's going to hold this 50 and break out. Now, here's the fun part. Why is this on the top of our whiteboard? Well, number one, it's clearly the leader. It's outperformed really the entire group for quite some time now. But number two, this stock pays a dividend. And you all know I'm building primarily on our desk here. We're buying stocks that are blue chip in nature, big companies that are paying dividends. This stock's got a 3.8% yield. The yield was over 4% when it hit the 200-day moving average. That's a gold stock with a yield. That's a very compelling idea. So it's on our whiteboard. I'm not telling you to run out and buy it. I'm saying it's on our whiteboard. You do your own homework and see if it fits into your thinking and to your risk tolerance. And I'm going to wrap up with this chart pattern. You guys know it, but let's look at it again. Okay. 
Here's Occidental Petroleum with an 8% plus yield. Now, this is the opposite of buying strength. This is the opposite of buying the leader, right? Th this thing has been underperforming uh, um, for some time, and it's an absolute disaster, right? There's the downtrend. Let's, let's shrink this picture in the weekly chart, and it's just god-awful, right? So do your homework or watch other videos I've done to explain why the stock is down. I'm not going to go over it right now. I'm just sharing with you the top five charts that are on my trading desk right now. This is one of them. If USO holds this pattern and breaks to the upside, then I submit to you that an 8% yielding Occidental Petroleum is a stock that we will own. The question is, will it hold this tiny little bottom here? It's way, way early in the stock. I'm sharing with you a chart on our whiteboard. There's a, there's a double bottom. It's trying to develop. It's a tiny double bottom. It really, this is wicked early. I, I mean, be careful. I'm not telling you to run out and buy the stock. But at an 8% yield, if energy goes higher, I have to give this stock a serious look. Oh, my God, I didn't show you that, did I? Window capture. There it is. All right, let me do that again. Apparently, I was talking and not showing it to you. Okay, there's the chart pattern. Okay, terrible stock. It's been awful. Here's USO again. If USO breaks out of that pattern, an 8% yielding Occidental could be very attractive. There's the daily chart. I'm going to blow it up for you. All right. Trying to put in a double bottom in here. We'll see what happens. But it's on our whiteboard, to the top of our whiteboard. Okay. It's got the yield. Warren Buffett owns a lot of preferred and is buying the common. People are afraid of the debt. I get it. But if the price of energy actually breaks out to the upside, it's going to be even easier for them to refinance their debt. So it's on the whiteboard. So there's your five charts of the day, guys. I hope that helps you. Precious metals, GDX, start to pay attention. Energy, if it breaks to the upside, pay attention. And of course, MJ, we're already paying attention. If that thing holds and takes out the highs of those three up bars, then we know, in my opinion, that the selling is over for now. Probably some shorts will be covering. Maybe the tax loss selling for the year is over. We just don't know. So we've got to watch that closely. I hope it's been helpful. If you've enjoyed it, don't forget. It always helps me. If you give me one of those thumbs up on YouTube. I'll be back at you again on Friday, 1130, to do a week in review, tell you where we're positioning capital. All right? Take care, guys.